Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at Straight Out the Den. I'd like to welcome you to the Straight Out the Den podcast. This is um a great week. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. Thank you guys for rocking with us in 2016. It is now 2017. A lot of great things are happening on the horizon. I know a lot of people are um, putting in their, their New Year's resolutions and uh, all these things, goals and vision boards and all that. And I invite you all to do something um, along those lines just to get yourself ready for the new year. Um, I know it's just another day. Uh, so, Technically, you should already have some things in motion, but I know some people really like to use this time of the year uh, to really help them push forward with some things that they have going. So uh, kudos to you um, if you are one of those people and continue to do whatever you need to do to keep yourself motivated um, and moving forward. Uh, So look. Real quick announcement. Uh, we have a uh, same sponsor here, uh, Lander, but uh, we have a new deal, something a little bit better for everybody. So uh, check this out. So right now, if you go to Lander.com, that's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D for straight out the den, you're going to get um, a free trial. So normally we'll tell you get two free MP3s of your master um, and, you know, you'll you'll be able to enjoy that. Well, now there's something new. You're actually going to get two free uh, waves, uncompressed waves of, of your master. And, and along with that, uh, you're also going to get those two free MP3s um, per month. So go there right now. Use that that promo code is lander.com slash promo S-O-D-D, right? Slash S-O-D-D. You go there and, and you'll see it. It, it. Everything shows up perfectly for you. I also have that in the show notes. Uh, so if you just feel like you just want to click a link, you'll be able to do the, that as well. And you'll see all the information there. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Raps and Hustles. Uh, they're based in the tri-state area and they offer reposting services along with video services um, if you're in a tri-state area. So just go to rapsandhustles.com. You can follow them on all things social media at Raps and Hustles. Uh, everything spelled correctly. So let them know that Straight Out the Den sent you. Uh, I do appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, like I said before, we definitely have some uh, dope content for you guys. And, and thank you for all of the new listeners. If this is your first time tuning in uh thank you for listening i know uh that however you found this whether it was on itunes soundcloud uh, stitcher um google play however you found it um if a friend referred you to the podcast then tell your friend thank you on my behalf i really do appreciate you guys for listening uh, we're going to be giving you a lot of dope content in 2017 uh, we've been doing so for a couple of years now 2012 to be exact so uh, hopefully you guys enjoy today's podcast we're going to be sitting down with a um, a group out of washington state um, right outside of seattle um, in, in a place I, i've never heard of before but um very dope uh, group. Uh, they're called New Track City. Um, and so what you guys are going to hear, we this was a pre-recorded conversation, of course. So uh, you guys will get a chance to hear that conversation. But we really dove into some, some dope things just from their perspective, being on the other side of the country and how they're able to shape and cultivate their sound and, and become who they are as artists. So uh, definitely check the interview out. Um, uh, uh, something else I, I did want to share with you guys. Uh, we have something brewing on the horizon. Uh, I, I want to really thank Indie Creative Network for helping us push this podcast to the forefront. So uh, thank you for them. If, if you go to IndieCreativeNetwork.com right now, you'll be able to catch on all 
of um, some of our past episodes, along with other dope podcasts along the platform. Uh, you can check out the uh, Indie Creative Network app uh, on iTunes and also Google Play um, and any uh, store that you need to find that at. Uh, it's definitely worth your time. Trust me, um, if you're looking for dope podcasts for people of color um, particular, you would really enjoy any creative network uh it's, it's it's super dope platform that's put together and there's some new things on the horizon that i can't even really tell you guys about but i'm super excited about it uh, so i wanted to give them a, a quick shout out so look we're getting right into the podcast um as always i tell you guys please subscribe on itunes it would be greatly appreciated but most importantly share the content if you like what you're hearing right now and you like what you're going to hear um in the next few moments definitely tell a friend to tell a friend you can follow me on all things social media at straight out the den that's str the number eight o-u-t-d-a-d-e-n uh but that's it right now we're going to get right into the interview with new track city i do appreciate you guys for listening hope to see you guys soon hey what's going on people it's jay good at straight out the com. i'd like to welcome you to the straight out the den podcast uh we have a very special edition today uh first off happy new year to everyone out there i know uh plenty of people were out and about last night and if you were in atlanta like me um, I was actually in the house. It was raining and it wasn't really the uh, ideal time to really go out and get in the streets. But I'm sure plenty of people did. But uh, today we have uh, a couple of individuals um, that that's I'm, I'm new to. Um, I, I heard their music for the first time um, actually yesterday and um, was very intrigued on, on what they had going on. And actually, I'm pretty happy to have them here on the podcast. So help me welcome uh the homies, um, collectively known as New Track City. How you doing, fellas? Yeah, man, we doing good. We doing good. Yeah, for sure, man. So, like, once again, man, Happy New Year to you guys, too. And uh, thank you for uh, being a guest today on the podcast. Uh, so, I just want to dive right into it, man. Like, I'm the type of person where I'm just going to look at stuff and, and I got to ask those questions. Like, so the first thing that I saw when, when um, Ben sent me the information, I, I saw the name new track city and me, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm 32. Uh, so I grew up watching new Jack city and, and I understand where that yeah. came from. And so I, I'm assuming, but I want you guys to let me know, like, how did you guys come about with the name and, and what's the inspiration behind it? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, man, you hit the nail on you hit the the, the nail right there on the head, remain like that's exactly where it came from. Um so yeah, just growing up watching that movie, man, Nino Brown and all that, it was like, man, I just I was just driving home one day, I think after dropping my brother, this was like way back in high school. Okay. So like, I dropped my brother off. I was driving home and we we're like, Man, we're really about to do this rapping, we're really about to do this rapping. But you know, we need a name. We need something that like changes changes the game or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I was just like I'm trying to feel like I'm a big shot like drug dealer when you know <laughs> I'm a schoolboy. Gonna put that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was just driving home and I was like, New Track. You know, I thought New Jack City, New Jack City. Then I just flipped the New Track City. Like, yeah, that's the one right there. It was an instant click. Yeah, like, man. Because you know how we had the whole city on lock or whatever. So we were like, that's that's kind of the vibe we're trying to bring to. That's dope, man. Um, and and it it definitely serves as a um a bit of nostalgia for for people that that you know been around for a minute. I'm trying not to say like older, but been around for a minute. Uh, and, <laughs> and also it, it's it's something fresh too because it, it 
it hits you as soon as you read it. You know, it's one of those punching uh, type type names. Um, I want to know, like, how did you guys really get started, man? Um, like being two, were you guys always two separate MCs that came together and said that you wanted to um, form a group or where, where did that that come from, that idea? So uh, me, me and uh, so Shy and Ben were actually brothers. Okay, okay, so, gotcha. Uh, yeah, so it kind of rubbed off in a sense here. I know Ben kind of got got the head start on me, but uh, we kind of been like performing and like dancing and whatnot since we were little on some like crisscross, mm-hmm. and play type of stuff. When we were young back in the day, we wanted to be MJ too. Yeah. Wanted to be Michael Jackson. He's the practice. But, you know, you, you did that. That's a whole other level. You know, there's only one of those. So, you know, as we got older, we kind of cultivating and got into the same pop thing. But um, I remember the first albums uh, we heard of uh, was a Biggie Ray Life After Death. Or was mm-hmm. Biggie Ray yeah. Life After Death. Yeah. And, um, and, then, and then there was X. That was like the first and then there one was. of the first, first albums that we convinced our pops to buy that thing. You know, he was in. You living with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, came the Jay Z Hard Knock Life Volume 2. And okay. Okay. We got heavy into that. And so this day, you know, we're big Jay fans. But then uh, we kind of just kind of started there at a young age, I'd say like seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Then we got into high school, and that's when we met uh, our, our bro, Drew. He's, he's our producer. So we came across him, and it's like, you know, God was just putting all the pieces in front of us. So it's kind of like, man, we got to give this a shot because it's. All, all the resources, everything we need is right here. We got the home, there's a studio in the closet that was accessible, you know, to kind of get, get started there. So that's when we really started kicking into high year, like last junior year of high school. Then, you know, from, from there, the rest is history. You know, man, you guys are actually, um, you're in a very unique space. You know, most people don't really get a chance to to link up with a producer and find a sound until later on in their career. And it seems like you guys found that early, um, or very early in the game with, with Drew on the beat. And it's just like, uh, you guys cultivated a sound and, and then you pushed your music as opposed to, you know, you, you have three or four projects out and then you finally understand the concept of, man, we need a producer to really, uh, help shape our sound and so you guys were seemed like you were a little ahead of the curve and, and found that out early on um now i see you guys are from federal way washington and i'm gonna tell you yeah. i have absolutely no clue never heard of it <laughs> until today um you, you know <laughs> but but i see it is, is it is somewhat close to seattle for a point of reference for people who like me who, who've never heard of it right yeah exactly yeah we just said uh... A lot of people out outside the state don't even. You said federal way to like somebody from Cali. They they look at you with like the people's eyebrow, like the rock. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like they don't, they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right, right. So, uh, being being from a place like that, that's you know um, seemingly unknown to to the masses. Uh, how important is it for you to not only represent where you're from, but also cultivate a sound that that you can call federal way? Man, that. That's a major question, but um, I think it's just important. Like for our sound, I know with us, it's funny you say that. You know, we caught it early because to us, it feels like it's been years trying to find the sound. Really? And yeah, and um, I feel like we finally kind of found our lane Mm -hmm. more so, but it's more so like expanding on you know the lane that we found. As far as uh, federal way goes, man, yeah, it's just I feel like 
a lot of people around our way don't really get credit. I mean, Seattle music seems so small, especially like hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. man, it's like, we're out here, we're known for like, you know, the grunge rock, like, you know, indie bands. Kurt Cobain and Jimi Hendrix are from here. So it's like, you know, the the hip hop, not so much. We only got Sir Mix a lot. That's really in Macklemore, you know, yeah, yeah. being the two, you know, past and current artists from this area. So um, for my city, man, there's absolutely nobody. So I think it's just more so, uh, besides putting the sound on for the city, it's more so to kind of open that door too, so everybody can kind of get on and you know see that is it's it's really possible, you know, because we got we got our own vibe in the city too. We got like a certain hustle, like especially in our city, like we're we're all about hustling. Whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, whether you go to school or whatever you choose to do, like we hustle, especially from federal way, like that's just it. So. I feel like we've got a certain energy we can bring. We just need, you know, the opportunity or to, you know, have enough eyes, like watch our city. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm um I'm actually looking at your Instagram here now, man, and, and I do want to kind of get into uh, some of the music, right? And, and so you guys recently released the uh, Damn Gina tape, and once again, you guys are giving me that 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 feeling of nostalgia, man. And, and I grew up watching Martin, uh, and so for me. You know, I'm I, I understand the story um, completely, and, and for you guys to bring that to the forefront, it's just once again, it's it's giving me that feeling of like, man, like you know, I can relate to these guys, even though you know I'm just now meeting you right now over the phone. Um, I, I feel mm-hmm. like we can relate on a lot of uh, different things, and so uh, kind of walk us through the uh, the damn Gina um, tape. And, and the idea behind it, and why you guys chose to uh, use Martin as a narrative to tell the story. Yeah, so man, the, the damn genitor kind of came together crazy. He actually, I met, um, but he's the main producer on that project. Is this uh, guy by the name of Conductor Williams? Mm-hmm. And he has some uh, beat. Yeah, he has some incredibly dope beats on his SoundCloud page. So he kind of just reached out, like, hey, you know, we're trying to do one of these joints. Just kind of see how it turns out. And went from, you know, us doing one that was, that was dope to us, you know, ended up taking like a whole plethora of his beats on his page. And uh, he kind of had told us that, you know, uh, what, what he was going through at the time, he had just lost a friend by the name of Gina, mm. you know, and he had put out like, you know, some instrumental joints on his page and those just so happened to be the ones we were rocking with. So we kind of just had the idea of, yo, man, you know, you just lost, you know, the gift and Gina. We're trying to, you know, put together something dope in honor of her and honor of you, man, because his music is incredible. That's how we kind of linked up and started working on the damn Gina tape. And what better way to do that if you're going to talk about Gina? Kind of take the edge off a little bit of something tackle that's so deep. And to put, you know, show that everyone loves our time period. Mm-hmm. We're 90s babies, you know what I'm saying? So we're like, man, we got to just take it back a little bit. So that's how we came to the idea of putting Gina in there. We were just trying to dedicate it to, you know, a good friend of Conductor Williams. That's why we have her on the cover, just trying to pay respect, you know. Yeah, it's dope. I'm I'm looking at the cover, man, and, and the artwork itself is, is really a, and truly a work of art. And I noticed that you guys also put it on on uh, on hoodies, and you know you, you're doing pretty well uh, moving that art. And just knowing that she, number one, you have a, a solid body of work, but number two, you have a, a piece of art that would ever be uh, forever be in her memory. You know what I mean? And I think that's so dope to just have that um, as a collector's item in in a sense. Um, with the music, uh, do you guys like for you, uh, just personally, where has this tape put you and your guys as a group? Where has it 
set you apart from everyone else that you know that's in your area and other people that you know that's that's currently artists yeah no that's a, that's another good you're coming with the fire right now like oh man thanks man but, um, <laughs> i think um well just based on our area like you know based on what i see a lot of people tend to gravitate to like one sound right mm-hmm. so it sounds like everybody's into the high 808 nothing's wrong with that but um, a lot of people are kind of like one dimensional with their music, kind of. I feel like the damn Gina Tate um, for us, just including like different instruments, because we, you know, we're music. I don't, it feels weird even calling myself like us referring to ourselves as rappers, right? Mm. In my opinion. Okay. Like, I feel like rappers don't get, get enough credit. Like, no, nah, we're not rappers, we're musicians. You know what I mean? Like, we craft this stuff from from the scratch most of the time and bring it, bring it to life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I feel like with the damn Gina tape, like that's exactly what we were trying to like signify and to give out that type of energy. Like, yo, you know, the bars is here, you know, we got, we can rap, you know, but we also were musicians too. Like, you know, we can take these jazz beats or whatever and incorporate them with what we're saying. And at the same time, give a message out there that's not, the same or necessarily that everybody can relate to, you know? So it's more so about providing that inspiration to people to get up and, you know, move to make, make their dreams come true. I let them know that, you know, we can relate to you too, or we've been through this too. So, you know, you're not by yourself, like people pushing and stuff. Um, you know, I'm glad you said what you just said. Um, quite honestly, um, because we we are in a climate where and and I try to say this at the um I'm I'm trying to say it where it doesn't come off as being a hate or anything like that but we're in a climate now where literally anybody can do music right um anyone can mm-hmm. rap you know and and so it, being in that type of climate sometimes it's hard to decipher the difference between uh, people that are super talented and the people are just doing it just like, you know, knowing that this is another vehicle to get paid. Right. Um, and, and so mm-hmm. to hear you guys say that, you know, we're not just rappers, we're actually musicians and, and, and we take musicianship serious and you hear it because, you know, you, you're listening to the music and, and I'm hearing all the jazz pieces and, and I'm hearing the pianos and, and, and I'm hearing the horns. I mean, even if you're looking at the artwork of the damn Gina tape, I mean, you see it right there. You, you, you kind of get a sense of like, Hey, we're not just rappers. We are musicians. I, I'm seeing trumpets, pianos, guitars, like all of that is there to kind of create that vibe. Uh, so I can truly relate to what you're saying. And, and it's just like, I know that we're in that climate where, you know, tomorrow you can go to a guitar center, or wherever you buy music at, and get a you know an inbox uh a macbook and you can start and you don't have to necessarily have the passion for it you can just do it just because you know that this is a way to to make money from it you know so i i always salute you guys for for, um for doing that you just took me to a place when i was just listening to you guys talk about that um i also see that you guys um are nigerian right and yeah yes yes sir so I want to know, man, how much does your culture really, um, you know, come come into the music? Is, is it impacted? Um, and I heard you tell me early in the story that, you know, your your dad, you had to find a certain album for your dad to really agree with and say, like, OK, cool, I'll buy this for you guys to listen, listen to. So how much of your upbringing really is reflective into your music today? Man, 
I would say like ninety oh, percent of our upbringing is reflected in our in our, our music today. Mm-hmm. I mean, more so because uh, we grew up on like uh, Candy Bongo Man and some other you know, Bella, yeah, some other Nigerian artists that, in all honesty, we're still kind of trying to like think of a, a cool way to kind of you know weave that in there, you know, but still kind of keep it you know also hip hop like mm. that's our thing. So we're still actually trying to come up with a way to cultivate that type of sound in there. But our parents were also into soul, funk, all that, you know, Nigerian music. So I, I feel like, yeah, so I feel like you can, you literally can hear that in our music. That's what we came upon, you know, Marvin Gaye, Bob Marley, man, Jimmy Cliff. So that's where the messaging comes from as well. Like when you give people something groovy, but also give up a message at the same time. All of those aspects bring our music, you know, whether it's instrumentation or the weaving in a message into, you know, something that you might not think they'd have one because mm-hmm. you're grooving out to it. All of those things played a big role in what we do, you know. So I would say almost 100%. 100%. Yeah. Did that. <laughs> you know? yeah, definitely. Even like the Sunday the Sunday mornings were like epic too because, you know, we had the Aretha Franklin. Like it was, it was just crazy, man. Like is it, everybody assumes like, you know, don't assume that Africans only listen to African music, uh. you know. <laughs> Every, Every Sunday morning, I promise you, it was like a dance party in our house and stuff. And even to this day, like our parents are like avid uh, music listeners. Like mm. my mom used to tell us all the time, if they would have grew up in the States, they would have grew up like the Jackson 5. That's what she tells me all the time. And she yeah. had, I think, there's a total of like 10 of them, 12 of them. So <laughs> that would have been an interesting name. But I mean, <laughs> like the, um, <laughs> all the, the the values and stuff like that definitely comes out in the music and we're first generation too so it's like oh, okay. you know okay. we kind of like blended like you know the traditional thinking with the new thinking but with the current thinking of society so man it's, it's just it's amazing like it's dope to also know your roots man, man. yeah real dope so. I was gonna say that that's the, the key right there man to like really knowing where you come from and, and, and bringing that into the music and, and telling that story telling that narrative um I had a chance to watch you, uh, the video for Fortune and um, and uh, I know I'm gonna slaughter it. It's Laurel, is it Laurie's or Laurel, Laurelies? Laurelies, yeah, Laurelies. Yeah, so. You got it. You're good. All right, cool. So yeah. explain the title, man, because I absolutely love um, Laurelies, man. Like when you go into that record, like the song itself, I absolutely love that. Now the visual, uh, the first half for for Fortune, I, I, I see the storyline and. I caught it, and I like to me. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, man. But in the storyline, I kind of felt like, um, and I don't know who is who. You know, I'm still learning, you guys. But um, in the story, it seems like you know one person had a had a long night. Uh, we'll just leave it at had a long night. And I felt like this was a Uber ride or something like that, man. It felt like you guys were, you know, um, and, and I just see in the back seat. You say, say, you're working here. Okay. You're working, my guy. You're working. Yeah. You're working. You know, I see that, and I feel like you know, you're driving around the city, and then it's like at the end, uh, when the when the other brother comes in with the verse, and it's like, oh man, is he the driver? Is he the Uber driver? I, I don't know. That's just what I saw. I could be completely wrong. I could be off, but that's mm-hmm. what I caught when I was watching the visual. I just thought that was super dope just to do it like that. But you guys can explain it. Tell us about the record. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like you were connecting all the dots right there, my man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's nice. You was paying attention, but basically, how we wanted to play it is, uh, you know, as you said, the one person had a long night. His job was getting to him. 
his girl was getting to me. This is all kind of true stories, a true talk, true speak right here. Um, and then the other person was having relationship problems, was working at a job that he didn't necessarily want to work, so that was either or the other way. As you can see, the first, yeah, the first person's kind of messed up in the car or whatever. And, you know, the person on the second verse is just kind of getting himself together, taking that ride, but also, you know, being in play. It's more so the story of, like, you know, two-handed souls, like two people who aren't necessarily doing what they want to do, and, like, mm. you know, meeting up at the end, and then to transition into somewhere where they kind of see light, and that's through the music. So that's basically what we wanted to convey there, you know, that there's light at the end of the tunnel, even though, you know, you're doing decisions, you're doing things you don't want to do, you could always, you know, pick yourself back up. So that's what we wanted to do through that video. And the second, the second half, the Lordly song, the Lordly song. Sorry, I mean to cut you off, my man. No, but the uh, the Lordly song, uh, that one is actually uh, one of our favorite tracks from Robert Glasper. Mm. Like we just took it and just flipped it. So you know, we turned it. Um, the original name of the track uh, here is called FTB. FTB. Uh, okay. Robert Glasper. But we just took it and just flipped it, and then we just named it Lordly Song Part Two because we had a Lordly Song, the first one, mm-hmm. and that was like on our first, first like real, you know, in our eyes, what we thought was a real mixtape. Gotcha. That was like our favorite track <laughs> with the first one, and then we're like, you know what, this is Part Two of that. Yeah. So you know, we just, it was super jazzy. It was super jazzy too, exactly. So we just took it and just you know went with it, and then for Lordly Song, it's just like how we said, like the two, the ending of Fortune is like the two kindred souls together and see each other but it's funny because um all that stuff like the timeline in my music video is kind of it's kind of different like you know it starts off with the first person reminiscing on their day or whatever but then he gets out of the car and then the second person you know reminisces about his relationship with his day mm. and then when he he gets out of the car but he's on his cell phone you know what i mean checking the message and he sees like you know the the heartbreaking message and then that's when the first person comes back around, oh. and then he sees the person in the new bed. Yeah, then, gotcha, so you gotcha. get the nail on the head, Michael. Yeah, you was perfect with your guesses. Like everything, everything you said was like exactly a, the Uber driver, a taxi driver, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, you was you was da- putting the dots together perfect. The Lonely song is just uh, the upbringing showing you that the music will get you. Don't ever get lost away. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. The music will will lift you back up. So, um, yeah, that's what we're going for. Man, that's dope, man. That's well, well, you know, that's good. It's always good to know that uh, you can watch a visual and kind of follow a storyline because, you know, let's be honest, man, there's a lot of videos out right now with no storyline. <laughs> so uh, to have a storyline, yeah, yeah. you know, that, that's good. That's good. You guys are definitely in the right direction. Um, all of this stuff is leading up to an album that you have dropping sometime um, early this year. I got to get used to saying 2017, man. It's 2017 now. So, yeah. Um, Tell us about what, whatever you can. I know that, that you guys are still working um, and, and you have some certain things that you want to let out at, at certain times. But uh, let us know, what, what is it that we can expect for this upcoming album? When is, is, if, if there is a date or a title, uh, just let us know what, what you have coming. Yeah, most definitely. So in regards to the title, you can. We, we, don't, we, have, we don't have quite another title on this. Gotcha. Let that out. But I can tell you that, you know, the album, um, we're gonna go ahead and call this bad boy an album one time, but we're gonna drop this uh, early, early this year. We're currently still working on it right now. But what you can expect from it is most definitely an expansion on our jazz vibes. Uh, mm. We're going a little quick, quicker tempo on certain joints, and we're trying to get the people to move because we plan on doing a heck of a lot of shows this year. So we want to get people to groove on, groove on these next tunes. 
but we're definitely going to keep the messaging going and we're going to just kind of intertwine it. One thing I always say now that's dope that we you know, strive we found it, found a sound for ourselves. At the same time, you never want to get yourself boxed in. So I always want to give our listeners something new to look forward to so they can look forward to just trying some new things but giving them that authenticity and that sound that they're used to. So we're just trying to keep the people grooving, man, you know. Yeah, get you yeah. people down south into it too you know we gotta do something for y'all down south one time hey, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this right here man some of the best advice that I can give anybody right uh, and, and I didn't I didn't really feel this until I went to New York uh, this summer right I spent spent a, a couple of days in New York and it's amazing how much the sound of Atlanta has spread you know so I went to New York thinking that I was gonna get you know New York and I kid you not, about 80% of the rappers sounded like they were from Atlanta. I, I felt like I was at a showcase. Now, I'm not saying that it wasn't good. It was good. But it just like, mm-hmm. man, you know, I can could have stayed in Atlanta for some of this. You know what I mean? And so the artists that sounded like themselves or sounded like where they were from, I gravitated toward them a little bit more. And, and so you guys, like, that's why I love, like, you're bringing jazz, you're bringing musicianship uh, and, and artistry to, to what you're doing. And it feels like where you're from. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like you guys are from Atlanta. It doesn't feel like you're from New York. It feels like federal way. And, and that's that's what's dope. You know what I mean? That's what's dope. And, and as long as you guys keep that, man, it, it'll show. You know what I mean? It'll show no matter where you go. Um, I heard you guys say something about upcoming shows uh, for, for 2017. So um, what do you have coming up? Um, in, in the near future, and if you want to shout out that show, you can go ahead and do so now. No, definitely, man. So we got a show coming up this month, January 29th, at uh, Barboza. That's out here in Seattle. So, I mean, it's going to be a pretty a pretty live show, man. So if you're in the Seattle area or if you're planning on taking a trip down here, you'll be here um, within that time frame. 29th of January, we got a show at Barboza. We also are putting together, like, you know, a couple other shows. I can't say too much yet because, you know, the contract isn't signed yet. Okay. But uh, we, we do got a couple other shows coming up. And we're actually trying to plan together, like, some uh, a tour, hopefully, like a mini tour, um, like, later on this year, hopefully before summertime or summertime-ish. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're working on right now. Um, just trying to get trying to get out there and you know touch the people more so mm-hmm. get the people a good show too absolutely absolutely well I'll, I'll say on record man if you guys ever um need to come to atlanta man or if you're ever in the area let me know i do put on a couple of shows here a month and and it's not a problem to get you guys on the show so uh, i i enjoy the music so uh with that being said I, I would love for you guys to be in atlanta and perform so um whenever you guys get ready in that mode of setting up the tour and, and you're routing in the southeast be sure to hit me up. I'll make sure you guys can perform here in Atlanta. Without it, with any, not a problem at all. Hey, we would love to come through, man. Definitely love to come through. Thank you, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Well, look, before we get out of here, man, shout your um, your social media out. Tell people how they can connect with you if they want to get uh, the Damn Gina mixtape and um, any other uh, music from you guys. Definitely. So check us out. We got our website, www.allnewtrackcity.com. That's kind of like the one-stop shop area for anything. Uh, we also got our Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash allnewtrackcity. Um, we got our SoundCloud popping, uh, soundcloud.com uh, backslash trackpack. It's 
spelled kind of different. It's T-R-A-C-K-P-A-K. Is it T-R-A-K? Yeah, T-R-A-K, then Pack. P-A-C-K. So the track is spelled kind of weird, but that's our uh, that's our SoundCloud right there. There you can find the damn Gina tape in new releases in our uh, Spring Exceed Winter uh, joint we put out uh, a couple or a year ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, a year ago. And uh, our YouTube channel also is uh, com YouTube, and it's just New Track City. So uh, you can find us on there too. Okay, dope, dope, man. Um, well, hey, bro, I appreciate y'all both for uh, being on the line and, and speaking with us. Like I say, anything you need from Straight Out the Den, man, is say no more. We're, we're here to help out, and, and we love what you guys are doing. So we definitely uh, want to help you impact here, uh, at least in, in, in the South a little bit, man. Get you get you guys some, some traction down here in the South. Man, that's love, man. We appreciate the interview, my man. Like, this is dope, man. For real, we really appreciate it. We're happy we got up early for this one. Oh, man, no, no problem, man. No problem at all, man. Well, look, like I always say, man, if you guys have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes reality. With that being said, I'm Jay Good and Straight Out the Den. They need Track City. We out. Very peace and love.